Welcome to the Alberta Health Services COVID-19 podcast. In this episode, Dr. Graham Tipples, the Medical Scientific Director at Provincial Laboratory for Public Health at Alberta Precision Laboratories, answers questions about how Alberta labs are supporting the province's response to the COVID-19 global pandemic. Thank you, Dr. Tipples, for your time today. When the coronavirus outbreak emerged in China last year, how did Alberta Precision Laboratories respond? Yeah, one of the things public health labs always do is keep an eye on what's going on around the world. Um, so when we heard about some of these cases in, uh, in China, we were, of course, keeping an eye on that and made sure that we were thinking of approaches uh, that we could use in the lab should it emerge in, uh, in Canada. When did you realize the virus was likely going to arrive in Canada and Alberta? We were, we were certainly working on uh, approaches for detecting the virus uh, as soon as the virus sequence became available in, uh, I think it was mid-January. Uh, but it became more real, I think, in, uh, in February, mid-February, when, uh, when we were seeing the, the global numbers, uh, well, the situation in China and the global numbers start to increase. In January, APL completed a test to detect this specific new coronavirus, which we now know as COVID-19. What did that involve? So it's a molecular approach, which means we're actually detecting the virus genome or nucleic acid. Um, and you can do that in a, in, in a number of ways, but essentially you're targeting the specific virus. So when the virus sequence was shared in the diagnostic and public health and scientific community globally, we were able to quickly adjust our current tests, which we had a test to detect other coronaviruses. We were able to quickly adjust that so that we could specifically detect the COVID virus. Why is that important? Well, when you're, when you're trying to look uh, and monitor the emerging, emergence of a particular disease, you have to be able to definitively say this, this person was infected with this particular pathogen. So you need a specific uh, test that can definitively say this person was infected with the virus or not. Is it also important to monitor the spread of the virus? Absolutely, and it's particularly important in this because of the range of symptoms from asymptomatic to fairly uh, severe illness with, with symptoms that is, is common for this time of year, in particular with influenza-like illness and the common cold. What does testing for COVID-19 in our labs look like? So what happens is the, uh, through various sites, for example, uh, on hospital wards or in the emergency departments or in these assessment centers that have been set up, uh, nasal pharyngeal swabs are collected on, on the patients and they're put into uh, a, 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 a liquid or media and then they're transported to the lab. At the lab, um, we then uh, take those samples and it's a, it's a two-step process. The first step is you have to um, extract out the uh, nucleic acid. And then the second step is you take that nucleic acid as a template to run your molecular test with reagents that are specific for the COVID virus. So it's a two-step process. So the way it's working in the lab right now, we get racks and racks of tubes coming to the lab and we have a, an excellent operational team that is able to essentially in a really good uh, workflow get these onto high throughput extractors and then get these onto high throughput uh, 
PCR machines. And then the results are, our instruments are connected to the lab information system and the data flows out to our public health partners for contact tracing or to health links for calling out the negative results. How long does it take from the time the sample arrives in the lab until the time you have a definitive result in the lab? We're aiming for about 24 hours. A sample comes in and within 24 hours we can get the results out. Where is the testing done? It's in APL, Alberta Precision Labs, and it's the Public Health Laboratory is where the testing has so far been uh, based. And we have a site in Edmonton and we have a site in Calgary. The Calgary site were the ones had the research team and the rapid response team that actually developed the virus and they've been absolutely fantastic. Um, so the testing right now is centralized in both Edmonton and Calgary at the public health lab sites. How busy are the labs right now? For the past number of weeks we've essentially been running from about six in the morning till two in the morning. Um, so 20 hour day uh, to try and keep up with the, uh, with the volume of samples coming in. And so obviously it's not the same group of people that are uh, working 20 hours a day. So we have uh, teams that come in in shifts. And what we've been working on is to pull in others from other lab areas, whether it's into public health lab or from our genetics or uh, molecular pathology uh, labs or, or other labs to get trained up to participate in these, uh, in these teams that are doing the COVID testing. How many COVID-19 tests are performed daily in Alberta? So right now, I, I think yesterday the number was above 4,000 in one day. So we're continually building up our capacity. Um, and so we will continue to go up from 4,000 to more than that as we get more capacity in other labs. We get more extractors and PCR machines in our current labs, and we'll be able to decentralize the testing. So we're going to be able to build up significantly. The biggest challenge in all of this has been the supply chain. It's a massive global demand for, for reagents for the lab. And uh, so that's been a rate limiting factor. So we're working with our procurement uh, teams to source reagents from multiple different uh, suppliers, but it is a huge challenge so that the capacity limitation is not really our ability to do it in a day, it's our ability to get the supplies to keep up with that testing demand. How does the number of COVID-19 tests in Alberta compare with other provinces or territories in Canada? Yeah, good question. Honestly, I've been so focused on uh, doing our, our testing here and doing as much as we can, because we know we need to do as much as we can. Um, and I know others have been keeping an eye and say, oh, Alberta is leading the pack or, or whatever. Honestly, I haven't been paying as much attention to that. Um, the goal is to do as much testing as we are absolutely able to do. And that's what my focus has been. But I know we're doing quite well relative to other provinces and other countries, actually. What are the downstream benefits of performing a high volume of COVID-19 tests? Yeah, great question. The, you know, if someone knows that they have COVID, they would uh, assumedly remain in isolation as opposed to someone that may have some mild symptoms and um, may think, well, I don't really have COVID. I'm going to not be in self-isolation. So that, that's a key part of sort of uh, the general public and milder infections. What's absolutely essential, say in a hospital environment, is knowing that if someone's infected with COVID, that the uh, appropriate infection control prevention practices and isolation is, is happening and the, the healthcare workers are, 
are, are, are protected. So that's a very important part of managing that specific patient. Also, uh, in terms of targeted testing, because if you can't do all the testing, you need to target your testing. So you need to target the right, uh, the right populations, for example, uh, healthcare workers are definitely a priority for, uh, for testing right now. Hospitalized patients, eMERGE uh, patients are definitely Im important for testing right now. Uh, Long-term care facilities absolutely are very, very important vulnerable population to make sure that we've got uh, adequate, uh, adequate testing. So that's, that's why the testing is so important so that you can pinpoint where the virus is circulating and then the public health teams can implement the, uh, the contact tracing and the um, sort of in the downstream actions that are required to try and uh, either contain the virus or, or dampen, dampen the curve on this. AHS is teaming with Canadian technology company Spartan Bioscience, which is developing a rapid testing device for COVID-19. What can you tell us about this? All along in this, we've been focusing on making sure that we've got efficient processes in our centralized testing. At the same time, we've been trying to deal with our supply chain issues and not be um, linked just to a single uh, way of doing th something, because if that avenue, um, you're having supply issues, you still have another way to do things. Okay, so that's been a centralized approach. We know we need to improve the access to testing and the turnaround time in particular for the non-Calgary Edmonton sites. And so we've been looking at whatever rapid testing platforms are out there and available. Now, you need to realize in emerging situations, emerging diseases, um, the public health labs always have lab-developed tests first because they're able to develop them quickly. Commercial suppliers of diagnostic tests are always going to be slower to come to market with, uh, with product. And then um, you can just imagine the global demand right now on accessing product, not only the instruments for rapid testing, but the reagents for actually doing those tests. So we've been trying to procure rapid testing instruments and we have rapid testing instruments but we can't procure the kits to do those and so um, when you have a uh, say a homegrown um, a company like Spartan which is based in Ottawa that's able to ramp up production and produce these uh, instruments and produce the kits that's why uh, the decision was made to go with Spartan as, a, as one of the components of our response to building more capacity and improving um, uh, access to testing in a more decentralized manner. How do these devices expedite testing specifically in rural and remote communities? Right now we know how many we're getting and we need, we're in the process of working through the, the plans to uh, determine where, where they might go, where the biggest uh, needs are. So as you can imagine, if a swab is collected in a remote uh, site, say in, in northern Alberta, there's a transport time element to that, right? And so that may add on a day or several days to the test turnaround time. So if you can get the testing more close to where the samples are taken, that's going to improve your turnaround time for those local tests and provide more local capacity for the testing that's required. How soon can we expect to get results using these rapid testing devices? Uh, great question. I, m the expectation and how we're going to roll this out, it would be same day. Absolutely. So a sample, once it's collected, say, say picture an assessment center, 
um, and a sample is collected, that could immediately go straight over to where the, uh, the instruments are, it might be in the, in the associated lab there, loaded on the machine and within 45 minutes you'd have an answer. How soon can AHS get these devices and operationalize them? Within the second week of April, we should start receiving the instruments and being able to um, uh, assess, the, uh, assess the product and validate it. And then by uh, the third and fourth week of April, we should be in a, in a position to start deploying the, the devices to, uh, to strategic locations. But the company is actually in the process of ramping up their uh, production of reagents. So in April, we will not have a huge amount of reagent and, and test to use on these, but in the coming months, we will have more and more every month. So by the end of August, we will have had um, 100,000 tests that we would have been able to run on the Spartans. As this pandemic evolves, the lab system is working very hard to serve Albertans. What can Albertans do to help? Self-isolate if you've got symptoms, uh, self-isolate, social distancing, hand washing, that is the absolute main thing that, uh, that can be done. And also um, for individuals to, to, to appreciate that it's impossible to test everybody and we have to target the testing on those that are most at need, the more severe illness, the vulnerable populations, the hospitalized patients, etc. So although we'd like to test everybody, it's simply impossible. To, uh, to do that. So just a recognition that um, when, when people are wanting to be tested, that there's got to be a, a really good solid reason to be testing them. If someone is feeling a little sick, is that enough to get tested for COVID-19? Yeah, so there is a process that's, uh, you know, you call HealthLink, there's the assessment tools that are online. And the way to, uh, to figure out, do I need to be tested or not, is to simply go online, either talk to HealthLink or you do those online tools and that will guide you with the current algorithm for who needs to be tested or not. Thanks for joining us, Dr. Tipples. You have been listening to the Alberta Health Services COVID-19 podcast. For the latest information on COVID-19, please visit alberta.ca forward slash COVID-19. Thanks for listening.